This is the world famous Strictly Business Show. We be Dr. J, the sexiest business show in the world with all the business love and news you really need. StrictlyDrJ.com. Strictly D O C T O R J. Com. This week, we got a very special treat. Mike G has cleared us to talk some showbiz business. And on the Strictly Business lines today, we have a very special guest. She is a working actress who just got the green light to go back to work. <laughs> You've seen her in films like Maria Full of Grace and recently the television show All Rise as Judge Abigail Delgado. Patricia Ray, thank you for entering the Strictly Business Universe for the very first time. Yay! Thank you for having me, Dr. JJ. I'm going to give you a new name. Dr. JJ Dynamite. I know you you reached out to me because I'm helping the risers with their petition to save all rise, you know. Thank you so much. And you're welcome. And this is the first time I've actually talked to a working actress. I always talk to not working actors all the time. They have plenty of time. (laughs) So, So how did you get involved in acting? I started my professional career at 19. I got my first role on Miami Vice. It was a guest star. I got my SAG card on that job. And uh, but I, I had always been interested in acting in school and I did drama club and then I did like competitions in high school. I knew, I felt in my heart that it needed to be my path, my journey, my career. Didn't know it was going to take me more than 30 years. But just really the the support, the family support, the financial support sometimes of my mom and, you know, my the people that love me because I've been serving people coffee at the Starbucks and giving you your eggs in the morning and selling you crystals in the mall and and shoes and everything. I've done it all. So to call myself a working actress is a real privilege. So thank you. Well, you're from the East Coast, correct? I am. Born and raised. I was born in Manhattan, raised in Queens. Then I raised my daughter in Riverdale in the Bronx. Uh, so I spent my first, uh, the first almost quarter or half of my uh, professional career in New York. And then I came out here in 2001, right after some September 11th. I always admire people because I've been in California all my life. Oh, <laughs> a, he's a native. Straight out of Compton. <laughs> and... I am always in awe of people that say, listen, we're packing up and I'm going west or east, in your case, west. How do you make that decision? It was really tough. I kept saying, you know, I was working in New York. I was doing, you know, one day guest stars and that turned into like a longer guest star, like bigger, like top of show guest star. And then I booked um, Swim Fan was the first movie I was ever cast in. Really? yeah, with Erica Christensen, um, Jesse Bradford. And I just felt like the pool was too small for me in New York. And I wanted to do bigger projects, bigger things. And I just started saving and saving money. And then my daughter got like 12, 13, where I knew I could go because she, she didn't live with her dad and I could leave her with her dad for the first time. He had other children. He had other, you know, another family. She said, Mom, go pursue your career. So I came out here. So you talked about you were in Swim Fan and you first started on Miami Vice. 
the TV show. And Dr. Yes. J is old enough to remember that was must-see TV before it was must-see TV. I actually watched it in real time. So how long was it from getting your SAG card from Miami Vice? Because you must have thought, oh, this is it. I'm to infinity and beyond. How much time between Miami Vice getting your SAG card and the next big opportunity? Because you must have thought that was going to be it, right? Oh, God, I thought I was going to be famous. I was like, this is it. This is you are famous. Uh, this is this is it. 10 years. It really? Took. And what are you so, doing between that 10 years? Waitressing, bartending, selling ice cream, working in, this was still when I was living in New York. I think that's just the journey. What's the motivation for those who are struggling to get that break? What's the motivation between 10 years? How do you not say, screw this, I'm out of here. What's that motivation to keep going? It's just a sense of a passion for the craft, you know? Mm -hmm. So I kept taking classes and uh, finding an agent and I did do commercials. That was another way I supported myself. I did a lot of commercials between that time period. I always have the faith that it takes what it takes. If it takes you 20 years to be a doctor, then that's what it takes you. You know, life keep continues. I had my daughter, I was raising her. It's so life never stopped for me. So the, tw the 10 years didn't seem that long. And then at some point in like, I guess, cause that, that was like 19, so like when I was like in my late twenties, I started booking like one day get one day co-stars like on the Law and Order series. Uh -huh. um, I I did an America Most Wanted, and uh, that kind of pushed me back into the public and into the casting rooms again, where people were saying, "Oh, you know, this girl has something. Let's see her." America Most Wanted, man, you're taking me yes. back. <laughs> America Most Wanted. Today. I I'd, I know, right? So my America's Most Wanted, I played this, uh, you know, America's Most Wanted is based on true stories, right? So yeah. I played the daughter of a bank manager who gets kidnapped. So this guy actually kidnaps a postal worker, steals his uniform, steals the truck, comes to this guy. He's been stalking this uh, bank manager for a long time goes to the house and breaks in as the postal worker and kidnaps the daughter, ties her up in the bed, calls the bank and says, I have your daughter, I want money, blah, blah, blah. That was what the episode was. Wow, that had to be mm -hmm. an emotional roller coaster ride for you there. It was a very, very uh, stressful acting role. So let's, let's get into the strike. Okay. You obviously got the green light to come back to work. And you're one of those people out there on the front line picketing. Was this your first rodeo? There was another actress strike many years ago. I don't remember ever being on the picket lines, but for me, this strike really hit home. It was a way for me to commune with my uh, fellow actors, to support my union and to make a statement, you know, because for years, all of our work on streaming right now, we weren't getting uh, compensation for it. That was one of the biggest reasons I went out there. Plus, you know, residu residuals, AI protections. And um, so I just I just got busted in it. And then I hooked up with a bunch of Latinas who also had the same kind of 
investment and claim in it, Latinas Acting Up, headed by Lisa Vidal and Diana Maria Rivas. And they really, we helped each other and we kept the fuel going. So it became like almost like I don't want to say party because I I don't want to like diminish our passion and our our drive to make our living wages an equitable part of our journey of our careers but it was like a reunion and a a solidarity of sisterhood that I found with these ladies and so it really drove me to go out there even without them and push people and make them care you know so that's what i did during the strike because we weren't working so plus i started a podcast myself (laughs) we're gonna take a break we are speaking with patricia ray star i'm gonna call you the star or one of the stars of the show all rise we're gonna talk about all rise and what we need to do as risers and talk more about the strike when we come back You got the Strictly Business Show with me, Dr. J, the sexiest business show in the world on the CRN Digital Talk Radio Network. 